Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this out. Yeah, today is a new day. Let's seize it now and get hype. We talking about our careers, our family, and just life. Yeah. Welcome to the Real 45 podcast, episode number 52. Episode 52. We're almost a week away from one year. 10 so, days. 10 days. Okay, 10 days from... Uh, making it a full year of doing the Real 45 podcast. And uh, what are we going to do? I mean, we had we had like a milestone of episode 45. Now it's a year, a whole year, and we haven't missed one week of doing a, a podcast. So uh, now yeah. you're live. We're live on Instagram live right now as we're starting this, this, uh, this broadcast, this podcast, this recording. And guess who's back? Stefan's back. He's been away. He's been missing in action, or maybe I've been missing in action, but I keep blaming on him because I was just the guy sitting here in front of the mic. But And you had the gadgets. You, you did it yourself. I kind of did, yeah. I'm kind of yeah. selfish like that. I stole the gadget. Just give me a mic, and I like to talk, and now I'm talking. So uh, I don't know if anybody's listening or anybody's watching, but uh, we're going to go record a podcast, and we're going to make a few phone calls. I don't know if I'm going to call, like, maybe my dad. Oh, that would be cool. Can he hear us? <laughs> That's the question. Dad, I don't know. Dad's hearing's not the best. I think he has selective hearing pretty much, but we will see. Is he awake? Yeah. It's only evening here, so it's like he's nine hours behind us, so he's he's got all day. I don't know who else can we call. We should, you know who I would really like to call? <laughs> it would be kind of bitching. Matt Ford from the Pool Pirates. Oh, should we do that? I might have to call Matt. And if he doesn't answer the answer the phone call, I'll be really mad because you know I still consider myself a pirate. And they just won a league championship, so maybe Matt Ford, maybe Ty Wolfenden. Oh, <laughs> Woofy, has to answer. He has to answer. If you're listening, Woofy, you better answer the freaking phone. Who should we call first? Woofy. Woofy, we have to call Woofy. He just yeah. won the world championship before so. he gets gonna gets before, live here. Before, yeah, because yeah. he'll be watching, and uh, it'd be fun just to hear it. I haven't really. No, I, I did talk to him yesterday, but it would be really cool just to let everybody else hear, uh, hear from the horse's mouth or the world champ's mouth. So I don't know. Maybe we'll call. Maybe we'll call my buddy Matte. Matte, yeah. Talk. He's out eating in the restaurant like fancy food. Yeah, he's like in the the like upper class parts of Gamnastan in the old town in Stockholm, huh? He's like one of those ritzy guys now. Yeah. Mats Rolberg, Matte Rolberg from Top Notch Construction. If you haven't heard of Top Notch Construction, look it up on the internet. I think it's www.topnotch.se or topnotchconstruction.se. Yeah. For all your construction needs anywhere in the world, they will travel. <laughs> Call him up if you want a good restaurant in Stockholm. You know, <laughs> That's <so>. right. Yeah. <laughs> and you can do construction or tiles or, or lay a foundation, whatever you want. <laughs> Maybe we'll call Matte. I don't know. He hasn't been on the podcast yet either, and uh, nobody knows Matte. But if once you meet him, yeah, I guess if we can tag him, I don't know. Try to tag him. We we like to tag. So I don't know. Maybe we'll call my wife. We tried to get her predictions for the Grand Prix last week, but she she wouldn't give it up. Oh, maybe we should do that. Maybe she'll answer. Doubt it. Probably not. <laughs> she thinks I'm nuts, or we're nuts. She knows. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll also call um, Trump. Yeah. I got his number. You do? Call him. Maybe. 
I want him to send a wig for me. You like wigs? Yeah. <laughs> Is it a Trump wig? Yeah. No, I don't want to. Should we see if we can call someone? We should do that. All right, you guys, we're going to call somebody and... Uh, guess who? Guess who? You better watch tomorrow on the Real 45 podcast. Uh, they can, should they be with us to the first call? I don't know. I just did like the full on, I'm out of here, but you're still with me. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to uh, I don't know. It should, should be fun. We, should we try to call Woofy? Yeah, we do that. All right, Woofy. Because he's world champion, so he should be first. That's right, huh? <laughs> just to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear him. Can we hear him? Yeah, we just turn it up. I don't think that maybe you can't hear the phone call. I hear it. Yeah, but. No, they probably can't hear it. No. Ah, oh, he ain't gonna answer. Look at. He's no. probably he's probably got a bigger name in front of him, you know, like his daughter or his wife or something, which I understand. <laughs> anyway, okay, we tried. He's not answering. We'll no. try another one. Let's call Mate or, or your dad. Mate. Mate. All right. I'm afraid to call my dad because, like you said, his hearing is pretty not the best. All right. And you get nervous. Yeah. I'd probably get more nervous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, okay, we're calling Mate, Mate Rolberg. Anybody? I love this new apparatus. This is awesome. Is it really? Yeah, this is cool. Mate, there he is. I like his hair. He looks like Alan from The Hangover. Yeah, he does. This would be awesome. Nobody's going to answer our calls tonight. Should answer. It sounded like a good idea this thing when we started. Doesn't everything? Yeah. That's <laughs> a uh, Jeff Mate. Nay. Leave a message. Okay. All right. Mate, you had your chance. You wanted to be on the Real 45 podcast. We gave you your chance. You didn't even answer the phone. We called you. I'm leaving you a message. You can call us back. We probably won't answer, though. Bye. All right. Uh, hmm. Yeah. We should... Do you have another idea? Should we call... This is like karma, right? Yeah. We wanted to just call people and show off. <laughs> and we're getting <laughs> totally dog right now. Oh, man. All right. Let's call the third person on G. Who? The third person in your phone book on G, start on G. On G. <laughs> no. No. Uh, no. No. Gertie. <laughs> I was thinking about Gertie. Gertie. <laughs> Should we call Gertie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Gertie. Okay, this is a Danish guy. He's got quite a story. Gertie. Gertie and Julie Hansen. Yeah. Only Gert, though. I wonder if he'll answer. If he's watching us, he won't answer. Are you watching us, Gertie? Gertie! No, I don't know. Gertie, we want to talk stocks, bonds, investing. Yeah. Welcome to voicemail. Oh, no voicemail, voicemail again? <laughs> <laughs> We're just getting voicemail all over. Uh, Can you guys hear that? 
Okay, Gertie, you didn't answer either. What's wrong with you? All right. So maybe we have to hang up. So otherwise, people, you know, turn off our, our live. Yeah. Uh, Listen to the podcast tomorrow and see if we can. This is bad. Nobody's going to answer. No. Matt Ford. Matt Ford. We're going to call Matt Ford from the Pool Pirates. Oh, yeah. Matt Ford. He's going to answer. And he I don't answer. know how we can get Instagram to, to hear the phone call. Hmm. You'll hear it on the podcast. That's true. You have to listen tomorrow. So, okay, we're going to call Matt Ford now, okay? Matt Ford, Pool Pirates. We're going to get it. We want to talk to him. We want to hear all about him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Matt will answer the phone. And then we're going to have to say goodbye if I get Matt on the phone. Hey, mate. Is that, is that the world famous, the one and only, the Matt Ford? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and my sidekick. Hey, Greg, how you doing? It's Midlow. And Midlow, too? I, I'm doing just fine. We're doing just fine. I Actually, I'm calling you guys because I have you live on my Real 45 podcast right now. So everything you say is being recorded. Everyone's going to hear you. And I just wanted to, I wanted to get it from the horse's mouth. How in the hell do you guys keep winning championships when the chips are down? I don't know, mate. It's just good, 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 good partnership. Matt and I, you know, and you know, we, we, get, we do what we do, need to do to get the riders in. Like when we got you in and I said, Greg, I'll win you the league. And, and, and that's just what we did. And we did the same again this year. You know, we got Bomber in halfway through and, I, and he owed me a title. And I said, Bomber, you just paid that debt in full. Did he actually owe you a title, Bomber? Yeah, yeah, because he, he cost us one at, at pool, didn't he? You know, 2010. <laughs> you owe me one, dude. <laughs> Boy, he paid back with interest there. I tell you what, I watched the semifinal too, and uh, that was that last heat when he passed Jason Doyle. I about flew out of my seat. It was so rad, and all the all the whole family was in bed asleep, and I'm sitting in there watching the final heat, going like, "No way! This is unreal! Classic!" <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, you know, I've seen a lot of speedways like yourself, and, I, I, and that, that comes up on the social media again. And I just, I just watch it time and time again. I think, like you say, where did you get that from, Bomber? Dude, you talk about digging deep. That was, uh, it was too damn cool, man. You guys, I have to uh, take my hat off. You, you know, you guys have done some pretty amazing things over the years, and you should never, ever, ever underestimate the Pool Pirates, ever. Hey, mate, we're, we're just proud to have worked with you as well, and and. All of the great guys that have joined our club with Tony and who, who set the benchmark for, for Paul Speedway in, in 2001. And it's just been unbelievable. It's been a great ride. Dude, it's, yeah, it's cool, man. I, I had, you know, I was stoked to be able to have the chance to ride with you guys. I got my one and only uh, British League titles with, with the Pirates, thanks to, to you. And, uh, yeah, man, I, you know, I still, uh, it still holds a, a good place in my life. So every time I see something going on with the Pirates, I try to check it out. I think I can imagine that, you know, the, the 20-pound trophy that you won is probably more entitled, <laughs> more, more important than any of the world titles, mate. But, uh, hey, I'm, I'm joking, of course. It, you, it, it, was, it was short, but it was incredibly sweet. And, and, and we still live on those, those things every day. I can assure you there isn't a day I, that goes by that, that I don't think about Greg Hancock. So... Your, your, your incredible memories, mate. You, 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 you brought something else to the club again. Man, you, yeah, it's an honor, man. I really appreciate the kind words from, from you guys. And, uh, again, it, it, was, it was just it was too rad. Well, did you guys celebrate already, or have you had a party? 
Have you stopped? No, have, we, are you still partying? <laughs> no, we haven't had a chance yet, mate, because, you know, we had to drive back from Kings Inn last night, so um, that's going to arrange a get-together down at the stadium so we can meet the fans and show them the trophy, and then I might take a couple of JDs just to be sociable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Greg, Greg, but better than that, we're actually going to take all the boys to the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, Formula One Grand Prix. Right. So uh, in no- November the 22nd uh, to the 26th, and... and and it's, it's kind of cool because you get uh, uh, tickets for the concerts as well. So, you know, we also see The weekend, the Canadian artist, there's Sam Smith, and, and then headlining on the Sunday night after the Grand Prix is Guns N' Roses. So how oh. rock and roll is that, man? Dude, that is way too rock and roll. Gosh, I, I need to be a pool pirate real quick. <laughs> hey, we can, bring, we can bring you back next year, Sam. No, no problem. Yeah, <laughs> I figured that one was coming. <laughs> What a beauty. Love what's going on with the podcast, mate. Tony put me onto it. Tony, uh, the, the legend Rick Garden put me onto it, and we love it. So I, I look forward to hearing hearing this uh, and shortly. Dude, I you know we were talking about it today, and, and you guys haven't met my, my buddy, Stefan, who does the podcast with me. He's, he's listening here, but I tend to take over when the mic gets rolling, and he, he has to sit back and let me, let me roll, you know? <laughs> Hello. Hey. And uh, I, I hope to get, or I should say we, Stefan is from Sweden too, and he, he obviously knows all about Tony Rickardson, so we hope to get Tony on the podcast here one day and uh, maybe go meet him up at his place and, and have a good chat and catch up to see where he's at because, uh, yeah, he's obviously a huge legend. You, you've got as, as good of, uh, uh, what do you say, you guys have got as good of uh, memories of, of Tony as, as I do, so um, there's, there's a big story behind that, dude, and I think people should, should know more. Yeah, well, I think, you know, two letters together, mate. I mean, that doesn't get any better than that. You, you and Tony, I mean, stories you could tell. I mean, just two icons of the sport, man. I mean, biggest respect to both you and Tony, for sure. Dude, you're, I'm talking to two legends, too, man. So, you know, <laughs> you guys paved the way for a lot of us, too. So it's, um, you know, it takes, uh, it takes us all to tango. Yeah, that's great, mate. Thanks. I really appreciate it. I mean, it was a pleasure, like I say, short and sweet when we were together, but I was so proud. To, to give you your, your, your one and only league title, and that, that made me very proud. Dude, I, likewise. Again, it was. I think one of the most cool, one of the most cool things, and the most memorable things I've got is uh, one of the early events I did with you guys down at Pool when we were doing a track walk you know, with, uh, with Darcy and everybody. And and uh, I remember saying, uh, hearing the story, like the guy whoever makes it out of gate four, and makes it all the way across, wins a bottle of JD. That's right. Still stands. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him, Greg. Gate four is much fairer now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I watched. Uh, was it that heat that Bomber passed Doily? He didn't make the start, but he ended up winning it from four, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, he didn't. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He came out. Uh, yeah, from gate four and and in last place. But come on, that, we are talking about Bomber, you know, and and he's he's not known for his gating, you know. Pro- <laughs> talent so um others have made it simpler but you know what what an incredible piece of speedway it was uh you know shit you know i can i can vaguely remember him doing it to a a, a real rock star of our sport at, at cardiff a few years ago you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Greg, the, the plan in that heat was i said to nikolai you, you try and make it up to clamp doily i didn't realize and, and let bomber come around the outside i didn't realize bomber wanted to do it from stone last 
Oh, dude. Uh, first of all, Nikolai got he got robbed anyway from the first start. He made that thing beautifully when that ref called yeah, it back. I was so yep. pissed. And this is ridiculous. And then, uh, and then to see what Bomber did in the return was like it was all part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, you know what it's like? We kind of rode our luck a little bit. We, we, we got a bit lucky in, in one or two things. I'm not saying, you know, people want to have a go at referees. I don't think, I don't buy into that. I think we got a little bit lucky that, that, that how do you get lucky when someone gets hurt? But Newest Christian got hurt at Gollum's meeting and oh, that okay. had an impact on them and, but, but, you know, we lost Brady, too, and, and trust me, he top scores for us each time we go to King's Inn. So, hey, but, but our name was on the trophy. I think from, from the, the, the moment that Bomber made that pass on, on Doily, um, our name was on the trophy. So, uh, up and bring it next year. I, you know what? I, I, I had a couple of conversations with, with our buddy Gordy, Gordon Perriman there, and and uh, I was making those comments to him, too. I'm like, oh, the trophy's yours. After all that, you know, that's <laughs> it just felt like it's, uh, this is this is going to be a classic case of pool pirates just turning this around because the determination was there, and you guys never give up. So the the most rad part, I think, was when, when Midlow was doing choosing the gates in the semifinal there uh, for that last heat when you had the uh, – excuse me for not knowing the name of the team manager from Somerset, but the look – the look on your face, Midlow, when they were deciding, and he was so confident, so sure that he was going to win that, and he looked at you like, "Well, in a few minutes, Midlow, we're going to know who's going to go on to the next, uh, on to the finals anyway." And your face was so blank, just looking away, like, "I got this." <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's the same. That was it. Just they, they came down there. They thought they had us, man, and then they never underestimate a pirate. And uh, you know what we did this year was was, was great. I have got to say, it was a sweet one. It really was because they didn't bury July the fourth. You know, American Independence Day, we were, we were rock bottom of the pile to come back, get up to first, get to the final and win it. Pretty, pretty impressive. Dude, absolutely. You guys are you guys are the bomb, man. Again, I, all I can say is a, a huge congratulations and uh, thanks for answering our call. I'm so stoked you guys. <laughs> this was our first test of making a phone call live on the podcast. And... Uh, we thought, okay, we're gonna call, we're gonna call the champs. We're gonna call Woofy. We're gonna call Matt Ford and the Pool Pirates, and and uh, Woofy didn't answer yet. So you guys answered. You were our first call, our first one. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Hey man, you know, you know what's really cool is we're literally just on our way back from the BBC studios. We've, <laughs> we've been up there, and that's that's the God's honest truth. We've we've just uh, been been in front of you know a million people tonight. So um, we're, we're, we're stoked. It's great, great for the sport, uh, the sport that all of us guys love. And, and um, you know, hey, dig in. Let's, let's have some fun next year and, and, and bring another title back, Greg. Hey, sounds like it, man. That's a, that's, a, that's a plan for me, too. So and after this Real 45 podcast, you guys have reached like 45 million people. So that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> all right, buddy. Hey, great to talk to you, Greg. Hey, likewise, you guys. Thanks again. Take it easy. Congratulations, and uh, yeah, live it up. Have fun in Abu Dhabi. Thank you very much, mate. Cheers, man. Come and see us soon. Bye. <laughs> yeah, sure. Bye. Absolutely. We will. <laughs> Bye-bye, man. See ya. Wow. So there you have it. That was Matt Ford, Neil Middleditch. Yeah. You didn't even, you only got like two words in there, Stephen. Uh, no, I don't know. He just talked <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and the best thing was that Ty tried to call us back in the middle of the call. Should we call him back? Uh, let's think. Let's let him stir on it for a minute. Is yeah. he watching? I don't know. Wolfie, are you watching? Was that live the whole time? Yes. All right. So, uh, no, Ty not here. No, not. Ty's not there? No. All right. You know what? 
let's let all you people go, and then you'll have to find out by listening to the podcast tomorrow whether we talked to Ty or we didn't. Yeah. So thanks for watching. See ya. See ya. Peace. Forest, run, Forest, run. <laughs> so that was our – we were saying goodbye to our Instagram. We're still with you guys here on The Real 45 Podcast, episode number 52. We had 102. What? Watch it. Did we really? Not at the same time, but um, yeah. Overall. Yeah. Did you see anybody you recognized? Yeah, I just waved, you know. Uh-huh. Put in some comments. Yeah. Did, you, did you recognize anybody on there, like Trump or – yeah, Trump was there, and uh, was Gertie there? Gertie, Gertie was there? <laughs> no, he wasn't. Oh, <laughs> it would have been fun. It would have been really didn't fun. answer our call, but no. he was on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he could have been. Uh, this is awesome. Let's see. I want to see if uh, we got a message back from Wolfie now. Um, oh, Gertie sent me a message, and it says, uh, "Call you tomorrow, my lovely friend." Tomorrow? Tomorrow? What about tonight? <laughs> Dang. Uh, okay. Um, anyway, well, okay. We don't want to waste the time here. Yep. I'm stoked that Matt and uh, Midlow answered that call because uh, that was awesome. They're going to Abu Dhabi for the, for the F1. Oh, that's sick, man. That's sick. I want to do that. Yeah. I wonder if we can find a way to, for them to take us. We can be live on the show on Instagram next time. Yeah. With a space. If Absol we can be there. Absolutely. I mean, uh, did you hear that too? He said that Tony Rickardson turned him on to our podcast. He did? That's what he said. Whoa. I really hope that's true. TR's that, the man. That would be. Yeah. Does he follow us on Instagram? Tony? I don't know. Should I, I don't know how up? active Tony is on Instagram. I haven't really seen him post too much over the years. But it doesn't matter. He's a freaking legend, man. He's the, he's yeah. the bomb. I don't know if we've ever told the story, but it was so funny. I think the first, uh, like we had almost our, I think the, our first year together was both 89 or 90. Maybe he was 90. It might have been 90 his first year in England. But I remember the first time I raced him at, at Ipswich. And uh, I think he beat me the first time, and then I beat him the second time we raced. And he came past me, and, he, you know, Tony's always a pretty excited sort of dude, super He's much more mellow and, and laid back these days, probably because the racing has stopped, you know, for him in that mm -hmm. way. So the competition level has dropped, but always super excited, always on the gas, you know, just like wide open, super fun and, and like, hey, what's up, man? You know, always like that. Wow. And when the race was finished, he rode, he rode alongside me and pulls up alongside, super excited. He's like, it's 1-1. One, one. <laughs> and I'm like, what? It's 1-1. One, one. You beat me one time, I beat you one time. Isn't that rad? <laughs> That's cool. was like, I'll never forget that. And, uh, yeah, that, that was Tony. We should so, bring him to the podcast. Absolutely. I think well, over the years, that 1-1 one, one turned into more like, you know, 6-1 six, six or something. For your side. Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe maybe we had, I, you know, I beat him quite a fair few times, but he, that dude nailed some championships in a row. He did. And, uh, or I say, should I say, on, uh, in, a, in a short time, he, he, he ruled the roost there for a while. So uh, he sent us to school, as you would say. he quit too early. Far too early. Yeah. Far too early. But he quit when he was ready. So, and I remember when he told me uh, why he quit and when the time was right. And uh, I fully respect what he All said right. at the time. So it's, you know, I, uh, for that reason, you know, he quit when the time was right. Oh. And um, that's cool. So yeah. Respect. Yeah. Full respect. The guy's the bomb. I run into him. Uh, 
periodically, I should say more often than none, is in the airport in, in Stockholm. Oh, you do? When I'm traveling somewhere, I see he's on his way to some one of his destinations with work and, and meetings and things like that. And uh, I've seen him two, maybe two times, three times been in the airport. And uh, he's rad. He's cool. I dig Tony. Nice. Yeah. So um, anyway, Stefan, like the last couple of weeks, the podcast, the last few weeks, I've done solo. Yeah. And uh, and I keep portraying it's because of you, but it's not because of you. Could have been. Yeah, well, yeah. No, we can share it. But what have you been up to in the last few weeks? Have you been as, as busy and crazy and out of control as me or worse? Not worse. I don't think so. Okay. Just been, you know, working and, yeah, working. You've been running, too. <laughs> running, yeah. yeah. I see on Instagram. I had this friend that... Uh, Stefan Morell. His brother started to run every day, but just like one and a half, two kilometers. And uh, so every morning he's standing outside my front door, knocking six fifteen a.m. Really? Yeah. And really excited. Like, oh, we're going out to run, man! Come on. So, has he been running like this for a long time? No, we started together. You're okay. And he's got, this is like his newfound love. And he's like, and now you're his newfound love too at 6.15 yeah. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's a good start actually in the, to get out the pulse and get a good, I'm so tired when I came back after this 1500 meters or what it is. So I need to get back to bed for 50 minutes. But <laughs> Do you? So after the run, you go back to bed? Yeah, I take a shower, but yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I was going to say. So you, when you come, obviously you're tired because you, you just ran. Yeah, do you I run the same distance every day? Yeah, we do. Okay. So yeah. I just go up from bed, put on the shoes. And go. Yeah. So is that like a 20-minute run, approximately? Yeah, more like 12 to 15, I think. 12 to 15 to yeah. go. Okay, to go back and forth. So you get, a, you get a quick, like, just shock your body and get rolling. Yeah. Gotcha. And you must, but after a shower and stuff, you must be ready to go to work. You must feel pretty good, right? Actually, I do. It's probably just to actually get up, get your shoes on, and get out the door. That's and, the and hard act part. like you're really happy to see Stefan Burrell at 6.15 in the morning. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Have you punched him at all? Almost. <laughs> hey, man, you're too happy. <laughs> I just woke up. <laughs> actually, I could never see you being angry. Or punching somebody anyways. <laughs> you're, you're a pretty happy guy, no matter. I've never seen you grumpy. So I can be grumpy. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, yeah. maybe you can. So uh, you, Probably. You hide it well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but you've, you, look, you look great. You know, obviously, I, I, I don't fancy you in that way. No. You're, you're a cool dude. You're a good-looking <laughs> dude. <laughs> but you've lost some weight. Yeah. So whatever you're doing, you're, you're yeah. That's good. More energy? More energy, of course, yeah. You look younger. Do I? Yeah. I have some wrinkles. Not as many as me. And so now, right now, your hair is pretty short on the sides. Do you do that to, like I do, to like hide the, the color? Or do you just do that for I'm the style? I'm so gray anyway, so it doesn't matter. But right. if the shorter you get it from the beginning, the longer time is it the next time you need to get a haircut. <laughs> I like it when it's new, when it, when you cut it and and it's done. But you know you have to go to a hairdresser and take your time and you know. Right. Yeah. I understand. 
happens. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, actually, I don't understand totally because I'm kind of having an affair with my hairdresser. Oh. Does Jenna know about that? <laughs> she does. Yeah. I remember when we first started dating years ago and and uh, she started cutting my hair. I'm like, is it bad if I have an affair with my hairdresser? She's like, no. It's like a role game. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Oh. Yeah. So you want to get your hair cut quite often then? I'm always, <laughs> you know, my hair's always too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you have been quite busy for the last week. Yeah, you know what? After this, uh, I don't know if I want to call it an odd schedule, racing schedule that we've had this year, but it's been yeah. pretty mellow. Yeah, we had we had a lot of time off this summer. Crazy. Yeah. It was really cool in many ways and really uh, odd because it was too many days off in between. The weather was great this oh. summer, so I, I can't complain. It was fantastic. Lots of swimming, lots of beach time, lots of whatever in between but uh, now it seems like it caught up with us this last couple of weeks and it's been the last couple of grand prix it's been finals in poland finals in sweden rain outs in sweden which we haven't had all year no it went super cold suddenly you know like yeah you know, one day below freezing temperatures yeah right and now it's like this weather again today is back up into the high teens yeah crazy super crazy it's strange But it's nice when it's getting back. It is. And you know what else we've noticed the last couple of days is suddenly the real colors of the fall, the autumn. Oh. Have you noticed that? Like the trees here in Sweden are just... It's amazing. It's so beautiful. And, you know, it, it truly is to see the the colors of the, the different times of year. Wow. It is so bright orange, some of the trees, the leaves on the trees. When you drive down the, you know, obviously yeah. we live in the... There's a lot of forest in all these areas, right? So yeah. wherever you go, you see beauty in the lakes, and ach, it's it's incredible. So yeah, and if you get days like today or yesterday, what it was, mm. when it's like 18 degrees again, yeah, and all the colors and the, uh, it's it's amazing. It sure is. So so yeah, it's been busy. You've yeah. been busy, but it's nice to have you back. I actually it's nice to be back. <laughs> yeah, I actually haven't seen you for like. Two or three weeks. Or three more. weeks. Probably. Yeah, probably yeah. three weeks, right? Yeah. Dang. So. But we started to, before we started to record this, I think that we had like two hours to catch up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It was just come to do a podcast, but we spent the first couple hours just talking, <laughs> talking, you know, what's yeah. up and projects and, and things yeah. going on. And there's lots of cool stuff happening. All around us, yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've been involved with a couple of new things too that will be coming out soon too that are that I'm really excited about, uh, some projects that have been uh, creeping up for, actually for a couple of years, one project that's really, really interesting. So uh, we won't say too much about it right now, but I I'm I'm honored that uh, I've been offered uh, uh, to be involved with it. And uh, yeah, you'll hear about it in the in the weeks and months to come. It's going to be, uh, should be pretty cool, I hope. Yeah, We have to get back to that. For sure. And I hope it's something that you're going to get involved in too. Yeah, I hope so. so Sounds really, really fun. Yeah. Absolutely. The things that we can't talk about. <laughs> That's right, yeah. It's so stupid, right? We just throw this stuff out there. And they they might just think, oh, shit. That's <laughs> just BS. It's uh, cool, man. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Here's a nice uh, fresh bubble water for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
different flavors. Yeah, totally. So did you have a chance to watch the last Grand Prix? No, I didn't, but I... That was rough. Your fellow countrymen stole the bronze from me. He stole it, literally. He just grabbed it. Oh, that I thought Swedes were cool. You wanted me to beat him up? Yeah. Would you? Yeah. I would do anything. He lives in Andorra, though. Oh. You know where that is? But that's a nice country. You can go there skiing, too. And beat him up? Yeah. Same time. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, we wouldn't want to do that. You know, it wouldn't change the result anyway, so no. that's all right. Yeah. Hats off to Freddie Lindgren. He, <laughs> he, he earned the bronze. I did the best I could to uh, to steal the show in the last minute and make those points back. But, uh, yeah, he had ulterior motives. And and uh, as it turned out, I finished up fifth overall in the world championship, one point behind fourth place, Magiganovsky, and I think two or three points, whatever it was, behind Frederick in third place. That's how close it was yeah, from the bronze medal. And damn. Hmm. Anyway. But you did good. The, fin the end of the year worked out really good. I, I had a rough start, as you know, and mm. we talked about this a little bit throughout the year, huh? It's yeah. Had the ups and downs. But um, I had a good run there in the end. I'm really, really happy with, with my equipment. And uh, we got things going better and better all year. And, you know. I'm never one to sit back and, and wait for things to come. I'm always searching, and sometimes that bites me in the ass, you know, because yeah. I, I search too much, but I've had too many good teachers and too many great people I've worked with that have taught me never to, to you know, get complacent. So a lot of them from right here, close in the house to Bigaria, who were very, very influential too. So it's, um, yeah. Don't you want to win? Exactly. <laughs> but, yep. 2019. 2019, so I got to take it all back, and uh, I'm pleased because I get great messages from a lot of these people, from Jeff Nielsen and the Nielsen family, and all the guys that I work with up there, and Jeff Haywood in the states, and Mick Metcalf, and and all the engine guys we work with, and everybody, all the sponsors. It's been, it's the support that I get that the people never give up on you. They they're always there, and and no matter how young or old I get, and uh, they're always standing behind you, going right on, man, <laughs> just keep it rolling, you know. And, and uh, these guys are the ones I always call for advice and, and uh, yeah, help or knowledge or whatever to, I gotta be faster. I wanna be faster and to beat these guys, you gotta be just a little bit better all the time. Better equipment, better this, better that. And uh, that's enough of a challenge for me. It should be in a challenge, shouldn't it? For sure, for sure. So Can't be too easy. Everybody would do it, right? Yeah. Right. No, they shouldn't. But it's it's dangerous, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Speedway being the background of all this, then we also had the Swedish finals last week too. Oh yeah. Oh. That was close. It feels like all this stuff came down to like yeah yeah yeah. Oh. Except in Poland. That was good. Stalzhezhov, we pulled off a league championship there in the second division promoted to the first division so wow that was our goal i got a three-year deal with the club which obviously that could turn into to even more as it goes but as it is for now the goal number one was to win the second division to go up to the first division and now it's to do everything we can to win that and be in the extra league within two years and uh, be an established team there so uh 
next year will be a huge, huge challenge, even bigger than what it was this year, much bigger. Mm. And um, but second division this year was amazing. How many teams stepped up to the plate, and uh, all the racetracks. I heard so many stories about racetracks in that league, and I have to say, all the tracks that I went to were unbelievable. So good. Oh, they are really good warm welcome from all the fans from all the supporters from all the clubs riders and all of the questions i got most of the year from you know from media and all the people was you know aren't you worried about your own performance that's going to suffer or going to these crazy tracks or the competition's not going to be hard enough uh boy did i get proved wrong you know mm-hmm. i i knew i was gonna i wasn't gonna suffer in any way i i just knew that because i'm too hard on myself to to be better so, but you never know if it's going to be a bad track or if a rider is going to be so determined to beat you that he forgets how to ride and makes a serious mistake. But it didn't work like that. Everybody stepped up to the plate and bettered themselves, I think. And uh, second division in Poland is, uh, is a pretty cool league. I was there to, I watched one match in Poland in Jeshow. Yeah, yeah. And it was a great show. I mean, if you guys had a time or whatever to to get there go there and watch a match it's a cool place it's a really cool stadium huh yeah it's uh they they've you know they've had some tough years uh financially and and uh you know uh, with the results it's been up and down and you know management's changed a few times but now there's new this new guy there eric nerotsky and uh, you know building starting from the ground up and and learning the sport and bringing in new people all the time and you got to see it yeah. in the early stages too, and uh, it was already making a huge transformation. And there's still a lot of questions. People aren't sure about Nerotsky and what's going on. And he started this Diamond Cup, oh, yeah. and there's so many questions surrounding it. And and uh, it, it's quite sad because it feels like there's some people out there that are so. I don't want to use the word jealous. I want to use the word envious. Mm. That. What he's doing, they they almost want him to fail, you know, um, because he's different and he does it different. And I don't want him to fail because mm-hmm. I'm involved with it too, and I want it to be successful. So I try to put everything I can into it. And and uh, although he's had his work cut out for him, and probably had some some tough times this year too, just making ends meet. And I know that you know it was the same for everybody, uh, but you can't lose the faith. And uh, in the end, he's he's done all right with it, you know. And the Diamond Cup was was uh, probably not as successful as he had anticipated from the beginning. But the amount of red tape and speed bumps that were thrown in front of him along the way, uh, he was determined not to let that stop him. All he did is found the way around him, over him, through him, and final round is this weekend in Jezhov on Sunday is it and uh, then he will have completed the first year so you know that goes to uh, you know from the people helping him to run it you know they have their ups and downs and some of the organization has probably not been that great uh, for what he had hoped for mm-hmm. however um, again these hurdles he just gets over them. he finds the way around them he doesn't look for problems because they're easy to find but uh, I like this guy and um, I see uh, I see good things in the future. Yeah, I hope it will be a success for the Diamond Cup. I like the idea of it. It's rad, huh? Yeah. Yeah, diamonds are forever, you know. They are. Yeah. It's so a big one. Yeah, 
It's so <laughs> rad to win and just have a big ass necklace around your neck, big old diamond, gold Mercedes stretched. Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> <laughs> so rad. So rad. <laughs> so, uh, but probably the, the the toughest toughest pill to swallow on the league front was was for us in Dakana. We had such an awesome year, and things were going so good. And you know, again, you had some you had some really really tough matches. But in the end, if if one or two guys had a hard day, there was always one or two or three guys who had a better day, mm. made up for those. And we we came out looking good. We sailed into the finals, uh, semifinals, sorry, and then went through that beating beating Vestavik. And uh, sadly, we lost Patrick Dudek. In, in the first round of the semifinals, mm-hmm. a, a nasty crash and badly broke his arm, which finished his season off. Um, and uh, it didn't. It was tough to bounce back from that, but we managed. Brought Chris, Christoph Kafschak came in and covered and did very well in the second round. We sailed into the finals. And uh, sadly, the first round of the finals, we lost at home by two points. It was just one of those odd days, but... We came back for round two, <clears throat> excuse me, full of speed, full of energy, full of everything, and uh, ready to take the two points back and then some. And uh, kicked off with a good start, first heat, 5-1, and um, it ran good for the first four or five heats, and then, boy, did Smith uh, turn up the volume and, uh, and give us a, uh, yeah, a schooling. A schooling. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, you know, they, they definitely turned it up, and they were a better team on the night. That doesn't mean they are a better team than us all year, but on the night, they were a better team. Oh. And uh, it's it's amazing the effect that it has on everybody, on the club, on the riders and the fans. And suddenly it's like everyone came in there like, we're going to do this. And then when it got handed to us the wrong way, it was like, what the heck just happened? Oh. How did this happen? Why did it happen? And so many questions, and, you know, I, I know, um, you know, there's lots of excuses but the fact is that we got beat as i was telling you earlier yeah. we got beat and uh i can give you excuses all day long but it's not going to change the result no but still you get second and that's good really good and probably the, one of the best if not the best teams i've ridden with um as wow. far as the whole mega and i've been in some great teams you know and rose pregana had some really great teams too but you know in this modern day era and the way speedway is today compared to what it was 10 years ago 15 20 years ago uh, it's so demanding and it's so uh, it's so cutthroat. There's no there's no easy heats anymore at all, and not that there ever was, but it's just it's a different world today. And uh, this was a really good club. It went good. So uh, yeah. I think. Um, How has it been to, you know, sit in a van every other Tuesday, Tuesday, going down to Moalila? Have you done it? No, I haven't. You did, did the Grand Prix. I did the Grand Prix yeah. with mom and dad in the motorhome. Yeah. You know, it's all part of the job, and you don't th- when you're doing it, you don't think about it. You it, don't? No, because it's like, that's what you do. And mm-hmm. you go down there, you know, more or less every second Tuesday yeah. for a home match. But it seems like a majority of the clubs are quite far down anyway. <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're based, you know, my base here in Sweden is in Nortelia, which is quite far north compared to a lot of them. But you have Rospigana Helstavik, which isn't far. Mm. Alvesta, which is just a couple hours up from here, too. Uh, and then it's Eskastuna, which is a couple hours away. 
Yeah. Uh, in the Arnhem, it's oh. two and a half, three hours. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, then it's Vesterbeek is another three and a half. Mm. Molde is four, between four and four and a half. Oh. And you have Vetlanda is four and a half. That's just light. Eh? Or, <laughs> yep. Five down to Gislaved. Oh. So it's, uh, but you know, it's, it's one day a week. Yeah. So the craziest thing is though, you spend like, you know, you, the round trip is, is like eight to nine hours round trip in mm. the car for like a two hour show. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and six minutes of racing. <laughs> <laughs> it's still fun. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. I love it. I mean, there's no complaints, but it's really, uh, somebody put that, I heard, uh, not to drag this on, but no. uh, a friend of ours told us they were listening to Bandit Radio mm. here in Sweden, and they were listening to uh, <laughs> a group of people that had taken a bus to the finals from Malmo. They took a bus from Malmo down there in Smolin, somewhere down, mm. far down, or Skåne, and to come up to Eskilstuna for the finals. Oh. Full bus load of people who I don't. They were Smedana fans, I think. Mm. I don't know why they were coming from Skolna, but there were there was a group coming from Skolna to see the finals. So they got on the bus. They traveled all the way up for the first round, the second round of the finals, in Eskilstuna. So they sat on the van, the bus for five hours or something, whatever it is, uh. right? Six hours or something. They said, you know, probably had a few drinks along the way and had a good old time. And they got there, and hung out until about 8, 39 o'clock in the evening when it was canceled because there was so much rain. Oh, no. And then it's like six hours back. <laughs> <laughs> and Sweet. I don't know if they came back for the rerun <laughs> a week later or not, but, you know, you hear this and they talk about determination. And these guys, were they were on the radio talking about it, and they, they were just laughing. But, like, and then really when you think about it, you travel six hours in the, in the bus normally to watch, like, six minutes of action. Or, yeah. sorry, not that. I shouldn't say yeah. that because it's, like, it's uh, it's um, uh, like 15 heats, so it's like 15 minutes yeah. in total action. That's yeah. <laughs> There's all the time downtime in between and build up and warm down, but actual action is like 15 to 18 minutes in total. Yeah, you can think about it like that. Yeah, but it's probably a kind of lot of action in between the two, between the friends. Totally, it's a great show. Everything yeah. about it is fantastic, and and I think. Hats off to to Eskilstuna, Smedana. They put on a really good show, and the stadium was packed. And even though it was a cool night, even on the rain out one and the rerun, there was action. Uh, you know, uh, they they should have a Grand Prix there. There mm. should be a Speedway GP there again. It's they good. They yeah. used to be there. It was it was so cool. The lighting was great on the track. I suddenly clicked because it's getting dark this time of year. Mm. But the lights were good. The, the, all the people around, you could see all the concessions, the, you know, that buy food and things up along the, uh, the top of the, the walking areas. And there was music playing all the time. They put on a great show. So um, they won, too. So it was a great party for them, of course. But between that and we had uh, not the best weather on the, the final night for ourselves in, in Molele, too. So it was another cool night there. But um, anyway, all in all, success for Speedway overall so uh sad for Dakana and uh now we're awaiting the rebuilding the team and i think they're they have to make some cuts in our team no so uh hopefully i don't make a cut no nope. but um it's looking like uh it's going to be another good strong team for next year and the sad part which i don't get in this game is you know you build a team 
and uh, you're you fit into the the averages that you have to have mm-hmm. right and then you have a really successful year like we did everything goes great and at the end of the year you, every rider has done well they've progressed and done really good their averages have gone higher and higher and oh. suddenly the overall combined average of the team is too high for what you're allowed to have or your overall average so you have to cut lose off. cut somebody i don't get that hmm the ground idea is is to have the the most even teams isn't it yeah like on on average yeah on average but if you build a team you need more than a than a year sure so yeah i can see what you're saying hmm but your average this year could be you know 1.5 or 1.8 and you had a good year and you got 1.9 right you got 1.9 this year and they build the team based off your average this year and then next year you just your average just doesn't average out the same right and you have a rough year and uh, it drops to 1.4 or 1.5 you know and it's suddenly you've dropped so you it's hard to say you can't your average doesn't stay the same every year some guys are better than others and hold a higher average but Mm. i still don't get it anyway this has been a topic for many years it's one of those things we cannot change at least the last 20, 25 years that I've been involved, it's always been a topic for specific leagues, but averages and all that stuff, it makes you crazy sometimes. So let's leave it at that. You know what? It's been a great week. A lot of things have happened. And now let's move on to the next week. Thank you all for listening. Be good peoples. And as Elon Musk always says, we need more love in the world. Love each other. Peace, everybody. Grin to win. Out. <laughs> <laughs>